This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program Countrywide tonight, we bring you an interview with Chairman Telecom Regulatory Authority of India, Ram Sevak Sharma. The interviewer is Momita Bakshi Chatterjee, journalist. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. TRA has brought about a new framework for broadcasting and cable services. What does it mean for consumers and what prompted TRAI to look at this entire area, I mean the tariff regime and quality of service? In India, we had started the program of digitization of the entire television space way back in 2012. And by March of 2017, we had completed the digitization program. That program gave visibility to every player as to how many people were watching which channels etc. So everybody benefited. One stakeholder which did not benefit from this was the customer. So we felt that it was extremely important for us because ultimately the whole thing should have been done or should be done from the viewpoint of customer also. He is an important stakeholder. Second thing is this is the only space where in any business transaction a customer knows what he is buying. And he or she also knows what is the price of the goods he is buying. So when you go to a shop, you say I want item number 1, 2 and 3 and you are giving those items and what is the price of those items the shopkeeper charges. So this is something, one interesting sector wherein the customer is provided channels without telling him as to what is the price of each channel and also he is provided channels which he or she may not be watching at all. So, typically in a household, the bar data says that there are only 90% of the households watch 50 or less channels on, and watch includes watch and browse. So, basically you watch very small number of channels typically in a household. Now, why should I pay for something which I do not watch is the first question. And secondly, why should I not have the right to know price of the channels? So, these are the two considerations. Right, considerations. Thirdly, a lot of uh, distortions were taking place. For example, if the broadcaster who is the producer of the good, he should have the privilege of fixing the price of his produce, right? Somebody who is producing, you know, MRP typically you see in the retail shops, MRP is fixed by the producer of the good. Now, unfortunately, there were problems in both ways. One is that there was a cap at watch price the broadcaster can charge for a channel. Now this we thought was unnecessary because if my goods are very costly and the cost of production is too large and the number of viewers is not very large, suppose there is a niche channel, golfing channel for example, which few people will watch but still people would like to pay money for watching them, then obviously I should have the flexibility of fixing the price. So that's point number one. Secondly, and which did not have the earlier framework. Second was that there were certain channels which were being offered free of cost by the broadcaster. Still they were being charged for. So ultimately the entities which should not have the power to fix the price of goods, they were fixing the price of the goods. Similarly, there were a lot of issues relating to carriage fees. There were a lot of discriminatory practices which means that if I am a broadcaster and you are a platform distributor and I am selling to you channel at the rate of 5 rupees and suppose somebody else is distributor another one, I am selling it at the rate of 2 rupees. So this kind of thing was happening and with the result that there were a lot of litigations in the sector. So we in this new framework have tried to A, empower the customer to choose what he wants to watch and pay only for that and also in the process simplified and made the relationship as transparent among various other service providers. So what will it really mean for the TV viewers? What will change with this framework? And the bigger question I think which people want to ask is, will the monthly bills go up or come down? 
see any customer who is sensitive about pricing who is sensitive about what is the outgo that customer if he or she chooses channels which he or she watches and then pays for them we are very sure that the monthly bill will come down obviously if you are one of those customers who doesn't mind paying for everything and you want all the 850 channels which are there available and you know you want to have every one of them then of course you will pay for them so essentially if a customer wisely chooses and one of the problems which we have is suppose a customer feels that okay i'm not watching this channel but i might watch it in future well if you want to watch in future you can buy it in future why should you buy it now so there is no reason for holding a channel which you don't watch similarly there is no reason for keeping a channel which you have stopped watching so suppose you buy a channel today and after some time you feel you don't need to watch it you can delete that and this is a monthly billing cycle so at the best you will have to pay only for one month for something which you have purchased so that's the thing which one has to remember and i think if one exercises the options judiciously and pays for what one watches then the bills will come down so it will mean more flexibility for the for the consumer and more power in his hands to choose absolutely also there is you know some people have been asking me questions uh, as to whether i have the full flexibility to choose whatever i want to watch so what we have done is we have actually separated or unbundled the channel capacity and the price of the channels when you take a connection at your home at the either direct to home or through cable you are basically purchasing a pipe the service you know connections to your home and that pipe has some kind of rental put it this way so we have said that that rental cannot be more than 130 rupees per month plus taxes of course so that's part one so in that rental or in that pipe you can put 100 channels so these 100 channels the price of the pipe is separate from the price of the channels so suppose you want to put all 100 channels which are free to air in that pipe 130. then you pay only 130 now suppose you want purchasing some 10 channels which are costing you 30 rupees or 25 rupees then you pay that much only so it's like take another analogy you go to a mall and you purchase entry of a mall requires you to purchase a bag and you purchase the bag which is 130 rupees and that bag can contain 100 items now you go to the shops and there are some shops which are selling their items free of cost you can pick these items put that in the bag you don't pay anything extra but if you buy some stuff which is being paid with be charged for a price then you pay that much extra that's the basic logic now if you want to increase the size of the pipe that's also possible suppose you say i want to buy no i don't want to 100 is not sufficient for me i want to buy watch 125 let's say or 120 then for every additional 25 channels you want to increase your capacity then you pay 20 rupees extra so you can take 125 channels between 101 and 125 at the payment of 20 rupees extra so you pay 150 rupees again the same philosophy if you take all 125 free then you don't pay anything extra if you take some of them as charged or paid you pay that much extra so what happens to tv viewers who don't choose channels they wish to watch within the stipulated deadline will they face any disruption no however say is that the deadline for exercising your choice which you must exercise is the 31st of january so we have requested all the stakeholders which is the dth providers and also the lcos and the msos that please contact your customers and get their choices ultimately let's realize that currently also the customers have entered into a contract it's not as if you know the dth operator suddenly provides him the services they have taken a pack various names of the pack 
So ultimately there is a contract and customers have exercised their choice in that sense. Now the choice is going to be more granular in the sense that you are now able to purchase a particular channel. So we have requested everybody that please contact your customers through apps, through websites, through mobiles, through call centers, through your LCOs that they exercise their choice and that choice is registered and that choice will be executed on 1st of February. Now suppose there are some customers who are not exercising their choice till that date. What we have said is that their free to air channels will continue to operate. The base pack of free to air channel. Number two, their channels which are the paid channels, they also will continue for some more time but then there will be notices. You know, there will be strips running on those channels saying that you please change, you have not exercised your choice. So in a way we will be nudging the customers to exercise their choice as early as possible. Are you confident of a smooth transition on February 1 and are you calling for regular updates from broadcasters and TV players on this? We are very confident that the stakeholders, the kind of promise which they have given to us that they will expedite the collection of the choices from the consumers. We are very confident that the transition will be very smooth and that's our objective. Ultimately, we gave this additional 34-35 days starting 29th of December only to ensure that the transition is smooth and the customers have adequate time to exercise their choices. So that's one part. And so the second question of yours? That you're taking regular updates yes, from, yes, uh, from yeah. DTH players and broadcasters. Absolutely. We are taking on a weekly basis, we are taking updates. What is the percentage of customers who have exercised their choices? For example, we have requested every DTH operator and the MSOs to put 999, channel number 999 as a channel for customer information. So basically there they will be displaying what are the MRP of the channels, what are the bouquets, what are the prices of these bouquets and other principles of this regulation. They will have these call centers operating. They will also have mobile apps. So every effort is being made to collect the consumer choice and make the consumer aware of her right to purchase what she wants to purchase. So that's, that's the broad principle. Uh, somebody told me that, you know, the, the kind of advertisements which are being, they appear as if there's okay, only bouquet. Right. Okay. So we have made it clear to every broadcaster that please, when you advertise for the bouquet, please do not forget to mention that while you are advertising for bouquet, doesn't mean that you cannot buy a la carte. So that's something which we have uh, specifically mentioned. Now the electronic program guide is running on your screen, which actually says this channel is so much money, this channel is free, or whatever. So that thing which is happening. So you are satisfied with the progress? That yes, we are satisfied with the progress and we are continuously reviewing the progress and also reviewing other steps which are necessary to ensure a smooth transition to the new framework. And so there won't be another extension, so to say? No, I don't think that's really required because everybody is working in tandem and there is not even a single, you know, of course, there are some, I would not like to name them, but there are some players who have some litigation going on, but, but I think that's a separate issue, but we are going ahead with the framework. So coming to 5G, is India ready for 5G deployment? And in your view, will 5G mark a quantum leap over the previous second generation, third generation and 4G services? I think we are certainly ready for 5G. There's no reason why, in fact, India in recent years have been ahead of the technology curve rather than being behind it. There were earlier times where some model of car will come in America and then you know, after two years it will come to India. It's not like that. In fact, today technologies get developed in India and then get deployed elsewhere. So it's, it's really, we are not behind in that sense. India in recent years has developed huge platforms which are scalable, which are, you know, like payment platform, identity platform and other platforms. So I think the whole India is stack as they say. So I think this is, we are certainly ready for 5G. 
that's number one and that it will definitely come and you know the department of telecom have taken steps to ensure the smooth and easy rollout of the 5g and whatever are the regulatory steps required we will continue to provide that assistance to all these stakeholders so as a regulator what role do you think fiber will play in india's 5g ambitions and how important is fiberization or increasing investments in fiber infrastructure in the overall larger scheme of things see the question which you asked about how is 5g different than the 4g and earlier uh, generation technologies 5g is a quantum jump it's unlike the you know incremental 2g 3g and 4g which were actually building on the platforms 5g is indeed a quantum jump and this will provide very little latency data flow it will provide huge throughput of the data and it will provide massive machine to machine communication and all these three things will give rise to a whole new breed of uh, applications so to that extent it is really transformational it is also going to now change and transform the entire telecom and ict space from being a vertical to a platform every sector will be riding on that platform so this is going to become very very important and transformational in nature and i think india as a country which has leapfrogged on massive many technologies we will also leapfrog because our inadequacies in the physical infrastructure can be overcome by the deployment and leveraging of newer breeds of technologies what is on trai's agenda for 2019 when it comes to the broadcasting sector as well as telecom sector trai has started a practice in the last couple of years to essentially consult the stakeholders to finalize the agenda of new calendar year before the start of the year this year we had uh, meetings with the telecom service providers the broadcasters the other isps and ips couple of days back to essentially set the agenda for 2019 and that becomes a consultation on the consultations which we'll be doing in the year to come that has been finalized as of now the broadcasting the new implementation of the new framework is on top of our agenda thank you for speaking to us sir thank you very much welcome You were listening to an interview with Chairman Telecom Regulatory Authority of India Ram Sevak Sharma The interviewer was Mumita Bakshi Chatterjee journalist This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio This program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.